0: Listen to The Morning Cry weekdays in December on your favorite podcast app. Just search for The Morning Cry on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen. Heavenly Father, we pray that as we look into your word again this day, the Holy Spirit would illuminate our hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today we would continue the very important matter our Lord Jesus Christ raised in the Book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 13 to 14, concerning the gates, the way, and the destination. I read again from Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 to 14, and it says, Enter ye in at a straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Now the cross of Christ is the narrow gate, and if any man does not come to the cross in true repentance... Such cannot begin a walk with Christ. Christ himself is the narrow way. It said in John chapter 14 verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So if you're ever going to see eternal life, Jesus is the way. Now, but today we want to look at something very, very important. And I call it stuck at the cross. Stuck at the cross. I invite you today to picture two men who come to the cross of Jesus Christ, both with a heavy load of sin. When we come to Christ in genuine repentance, we drop our load of sin and we cling to the cross of Christ for the cleansing flood to wash us clean from all sins. Now let's look at this first man. The first man decided to drop his load at the foot of the cross, but he kept looking back at the load that was dropped at the foot of the cross the second man as opposed to dropping the loads at the foot of the cross attempts to cling to the cross with his loads while these two men have truly found the narrow gate they are stumbling at the cross they are not making progress in their journey with christ to eternal life so what do i mean when i say stuck at the cross now Note very carefully my use of words. When a believer who have come to find Christ as the only way is not able to make progress in a consistent walk with Christ on the narrow way, such a one is stuck at the cross. Now, I believe this exists in Spectrum, as we have many examples throughout the scriptures. But I'm going to stay on the two illustrations I gave earlier about the two men. Let's look at the first illustration. That first man who dropped his load at the foot of the cross, but keeps looking back at it, as opposed to looking up at the crucified Christ for ultimate redemption. This man is likened to some of the children of Israel. They left Egypt and experienced the mighty works of God on their behalf, though their minds were still in Egypt. Any little challenge they faced on their journey towards their destination, quickly they thought of how they could have felt if they were in Egypt. They murmured against God many times. They sinned against God. I believe many so-called believers today, or better still, churchgoers, are still stuck at the gate, or stuck at the cross. Though this left sin, that is Egypt, they still very much have Egypt in them. Any of such that has his eyes, or our eyes, gazed upon the world while coming to Christ as no eternal life. Just like those children of Israel, they were half-hearted believers. They were in the fold, but their hearts were still in Egypt. They were still thinking about Egypt. They were fair-weather Christians, like those disciples that turned back from Christ, even after feeding from Christ. And they said, Oh, these words are too hard. Who can bear it?" And they left christ because people of this nature cannot remain with christ they would usually live and there is no eternal life for such the bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways james chapter one verse eight i tell you just like most of the children of israel perished and could not get to eternal life there is no eternal life for such now quickly i want to talk about the second category Now, these people I call the false or fake Christians. And this is like the second man, which we are referring to. They claim the fellowship of saints without the fundamentals of the gospel truth, which is genuine repentance. They bring their past life, their load of sin, into a new life. With their load of sin, they want to come to the cross. Now, take for example, Simon the sorcerer of Samaria. In the book of Acts chapter 8 verse 9, Verse 13 and verse 18 to 24. This man, the Bible says before time, used sorcery to bewitch the people of Samaria. He later heard the gospel through Philip, one of the disciples. He believed and was baptized. Then he continued with Philip, wandering and beholding the miracles and signs which were done. But if you fast forward to verse 18 to 24, you will realize that this same man was offering money to receive the Holy Ghost power, which Apostle Peter demonstrated. While some people may say, perhaps he was saved, but he wasn't sanctified. But let me read the passage to you, so you will find this out for yourself. I read the book of Acts, chapter 8, verse 18 to 24. And when Simon saw that through laying on of the Apostle's hands the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money, saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hand, he may receive the Holy Ghost. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee. Because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Now how many more people are actually using money to possess positions in the house of God today? How many people are using money to possess influence upon the souls, upon the life of men? Now verse 21 says, Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, for thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this thy wickedness, and pray God, if perhaps the thought of thy heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive that thou art in a gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Then answered Simon and said, Pray ye to the Lord for me, that none of these things which ye have spoken come upon me. Now, how many people are in our congregations today who, like Simon, claim to have believed the gospel and probably baptized, coming regularly to church services, but are in a gall of bitterness and in a bond of iniquity? You know, these people want to continue to live the past life under the covering of a new life. He was a sorcerer. He had control over the people. You tell me, is this a new creature? The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Now, this is just a change of shell. It is simply mimicry. Oh, how many religious mimicry do we have in congregations today? Many people who have enjoyed the influence of sin and the world for many years, after hearing the gospel, they make few changes, but seek to continue to enjoy what they used to enjoy in the world, the sensualities they used to enjoy, the pleasures they used to enjoy, Those pleasures, they now want to enjoy them in the name of Christ. Now, herein lies the danger of this so-called simply believe gospel, in which they tell people, just believe the Lord, just believe the Lord, and you are saved. Just believe the Lord. Now, just believing that Jesus died on the cross without a change of life and an evident implication of such belief in a changed life is fake Christianity. Is false Christianity. And is it possible that this was the Christianity that brought you into the fold of Christ? It is fake Christianity that is often concealed under formal rites of church service. You know, you may be a worker in your church. You may be, you know, a minister. Outwardly, Simon was a baptized member of the church, but inwardly, he was an hypocrite. It's spirits that is in such men, the spirit of self-ambition, seeking for power. Over men rather than power with God. They seek for self-promotion, for self-benefit, for self-satisfaction. Now, they might have actually identified Christ as the only way. But this has not created a real impact in their life. They are stuck at the cross. They are stuck at the gate. Do you know that when Apostle Peter preached to Simon, after he said all that he said, all he cared about was still himself. He said, pray ye to the Lord for me that none of these things which he has spoken happened to me. I never found a place where this man genuinely repented. Now, the response for us here is for us to examine ourselves in the light of this understanding and ask ourselves the question, are we in any of these categories? Are we stuck at the cross? Or are we making continuous progress with the Lord, fully following the Lord in a constant walk with Christ? Let it be clear that none of these people will enter the kingdom of God. Except they set their lives straight with Christ. Except they come to Christ in genuine repentance, humility, and selflessness. If you are in this category by any means, or you think you might fall into this category, don't take chances. You have a great privilege to make your path straight with God today. Rededicate yourself to Him. Don't continue in the cover-up of religion. Don't continue in the cover-up of, I am baptized. You might have been baptized in water, Oh, you may be a worker in your church. But if you are still half-hearted in your devotion to Christ, you are not going to the kingdom of God. If you are still double-minded, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. But today, there is still opportunity. You know, today is the day of grace. Tomorrow may not be. Today, if you could come to the Lord in all humility, like that songwriter said, just as I am without one plea. But that thy blood was shed for me and that thou bidest me come to thee O Lamb of God I come, I come just as I am I'm not waiting for anything but to rid my soul of one dark bluff to thee whose blood can cleanse each spot O Lamb of God I come, I come if you will come to the Lord and say just as I am thy love I never knew has broken every barrier down but now to be dying yes to be dying alone not to be double-minded any longer but to be dying and dying alone Oh Lord, my God, I call, I call. If you will do this in all humility, I tell you, the Lord is going to help you in Jesus' name. Pray to the Lord, and God will do it.